Hello, Community Health Center Advocates. This is Marie McCauley, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is June 23rd, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is Kristen St. John of the NAC Advocacy Team. Our ancestors that inspired and led the start of the Community Health Center movement continue to remind us that the patients whom we serve are navigating challenges beyond access to healthcare. NAC celebrates President Joe Biden signing legislation to make Juneteenth, June 19th, a national holiday commemorating the end of slavery in America. As healthcare provider advocates, let's honor his legacy and our mission by urging Congress to move forward quickly to pass strong voting rights laws. You can read NAC's full statement on Juneteenth on NAC.org. Roads and bridges are falling apart across the country, and Congress is considering a spending package that would provide local communities with money to rebuild and strengthen these public spaces on which we all depend. Community health centers are as integral to our communities as our roads and bridges. Community health centers stand as sprawling community hubs, providing much more than primary care. As our patient base continues to grow, our infrastructure and service capacity must keep pace. Join us and bring others with you on Wednesday, June 30th, 2021, for the National Day of Action to encourage Congress to include community health centers in any spending package that moves forward. Community health centers have a commitment and the desire to provide a tapestry of services and care to ensure all our community members can thrive. We need Congress to match our commitment with the funds necessary to accomplish this goal. Now, Kristen, let's get into it. What's happening on the Hill? Hey, Marie. A bipartisan group of 21 lawmakers, including 11 Republicans, proposed a $1 trillion package focused on traditional infrastructure. Details and funding sources of the package are evolving as disagreements on size and pay-fors continue. House and Senate Democrats are beginning the process to push through a larger funding package using reconciliation. Senate Budget Chairman Bernie Sanders of Vermont is advocating for a package as high as $6 trillion, but that level of spending will be pared back by moderates. Democrats may try to pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill in addition to a larger bill through reconciliation. Don't forget, join NAC on June 30th for a National Day of Action to ask your lawmakers to include community health centers' capital funding in whatever infrastructure proposal moves forward. Marie, what's happening in the administration? Thanks, Kristen. We have a whole bunch of updates this week from the administration. On June 16th, a judge declined to dismiss the 340B litigation case filed by AstraZeneca against HHS. In the ruling, the court concluded that the 340B statute is silent as to the role of contract pharmacies. Congress has a responsibility to clarify whether contract pharmacies are covered entities, and the contract pharmacy advisory opinion provides a different interpretation of the 340B statute than past HHS guidance. In response, on June 18th, HHS withdrew the contract pharmacy advisory opinion to end unnecessary litigation. Currently, HHS is defending the advisory opinion in over six lawsuits and believes withdrawing the advisory opinion renders those cases moot. On May 17th, HHS notified the court overseeing the Ryan White Clinic 340B lawsuit that Secretary Becerra signed a memo appointing members to the ADR board. Currently, Eli Lilly is the only manufacturer with a preliminary injunction against the ADR process and does not have to comply until the litigation is resolved. The ADR board consists of at least six voting members with equal representation from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the Health Resources and Services Administration, and the HHS Office of the General Counsel. 
The ADR board members are appointed by HHS secretary and will be HHS employees with complex litigation, drug pricing, drug distribution, and other relevant 340B expertise. Additionally, on June 17th, the Supreme Court upheld the Affordable Care Act as the law of the land. This was the third challenge to the ACA since 2010. The 7-2 decision by the Supreme Court is a win for community health centers and their patients. You can read NAC's full statement on NAC.org. Kristen, are there any updates in the field or in data this week? Oh, there's a lot. First of all, we invite you to submit your National Health Center Week events. The National Health Center Week website, which is at healthcenterweek.org, is officially live. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. As you begin to plan your events, please submit them on the website. And remember, National Health Center Week is an opportunity for us to celebrate the innovative work community health centers do in communities nationwide. Use this time to extend an invite to your local, state, or federal elected officials to visit your health center. In data this week, the weekly COVID-19 infographic includes information on health centers' vaccine challenges and the number of pop-up clinics and mobile van events while presenting national findings on health centers' experiences and responses to COVID-19. There is also a downloadable template available for states to populate with data and use for their advocacy purposes. The link to the graphic can be found in this week's Washington Update. We're also looking for input on infrastructure needs in the field. We appreciate your input that would greatly assist us in demonstrating the critical need for federal infrastructure investment and the expansion of service capacity for our growing number of patients. You can find the link to access the call for information in your Washington update. If you have any questions, feel free to contact Sarah Baser at sbaser, S-B-A-I-Z-E-R at NAC.org. This is the last week to submit your pictures for the second annual July 4th virtual parade. Just send them to grassroots at NAC.org. Lastly, Saturday, June 27th is National HIV Testing Day, hashtag NHTD. Find links to a social media toolkit to use in observing this day and learn about 40 years of progress in the U.S. battle against the HIV pandemic in our new blog that can be found at blog.nac.org. Marie? Thanks, Kristen. And for our listeners, some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. For further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week. Thank you.